0: Casting hour is on the air, you motherfuckers. My name is Darian. I am back for another week of horror nonsense. I got my main man Jason Harrell in the house. Hey y'all, what's up, big guy? Just you, big daddy. I'm up. I'm up and above. up, up, yeah. up, up, all the way up.
1: Anything new, exciting, adventurous, action-packed, uh, non-stop entertainment for you?
0: No, I, no. Um, we got shellacked at Flag Football Did last you? week. <laughs> uh, final score. Uh, who's that team? Oh, uh, Colts. 30 points, yeah. Bills, 6 points. Wow. Uh, the coach on the other team was a real piece of shit.
1: So, it's, uh, why, because he was so proficient?
0: I mean, well, no, dude. I, okay, first off, we're dealing with 8-year-olds. Okay. Well, 6- to 8-year-olds. Um, we bring in some ringers? Well, like, there, there's certain courtesies that you could, you could extend to the other team. Like, waiting for the defense to set up before you snap the ball. You don't have to. I get it, you know. If if we're, I'm still wrangling the kids off the off the sidelines, and you've got your offense online, you could snap the ball, and we wouldn't know one thing from another, right? Which is what he did. Mm. And uh, each team is given one time out. The score with 17 seconds left on the clock is 24 to six. This motherfucker takes his time out. 17 well, seconds you know, left on the use clock. it or lose it. 17 saying. seconds motherfucker and then this guy has to squ- has to rip one more touchdown on us just to just to dot the exclamation point i guess
1: was there a lot of weeping and sobbing from our kids. From you.
0: Me? Uh I wanted to punch him right in his big fat stupid face. No, from the kids. The We're- kids, no. Mike no. The kids on my team are oblivious to any I don't think they even know that there's a football game going on.
1: Oh, okay. They're like that explains the score.
0: Climbing the safety nets and uh there's like five kids on the team that are there to play football yeah. and practice football and get better at football. Mm-hmm. The other twelve <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God forbid a fucking butterfly come into the building because that will that will <laughs> consume downhill. that will consume the entire game. Squirrel, squirrel! Remember that scene in The Blind Side when the balloons float by? And oh yeah, the, the play gets called dead because yep. Michael Orr is just pointing at the balloons. <laughs> that's 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 our team that. right
1: there. Well, I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Ah, shit,
1: man! You'll be on the fast track to uh, victory in no time. So sure. here,
0: here's my problem. And it's, it, this is my problem. I'm not a mature man, Jason. Oh. I'm basically a big kid.
1: This is a huge surprise to This
0: me. bothers me way more than it bothers anybody else Yeah. that that this beating was handed to us. I would like to uh, take the five kids that do want to play the game and, like, start giving them anabolic steroids. Right. <laughs> uh, put, give them the Ivan Drago training camp where mm-hmm. they, they, I don't know, you hook them up to some, cybernetic things. Some HGH. <laughs> but, yeah, they put them in the... the fucking floaty chambers with yeah. the oxygen masks. Mm-hmm. I want to do all that to these five eight-year-olds.
1: I think you should.
0: And the other uh, 12, I just want to, like, throw a cookie out into the freeway and have them all run out Maybe through.
1: you should just outsource. Maybe, I should maybe not. I should try not. to find some very short 18-year-olds.
0: Well, really, what I should do is not be coaching flag football. I am clearly not – I don't have the temperament for this. Um you're yeah. not
1: grown up enough uh,
0: no i'm not and i take things way too personal <laughs> <laughs> somebody more mature maybe uh i can get my daughter to coach she's five i'm sure she'd do a much better job you guys want to play or no okay let's go we're gonna play cookies look at my makeup Wee. <laughs> what's up with you man anything fun
1: Oh, let's see. Uh, finally, getting back to working on my nerdy little website just for shits and giggles.
0: It's about time. Yeah, I've, I check it. Well, I kind
1: of had. I kind of had some chaos. Going I know on. it.
0: I know, but I check that thing periodically for more uh, embarrassing <laughs> bathroom stories. Yes.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, just scheduled my appointment to go down and talk to the retirement coordinator for my job. Awesome. So in April we'll be going down to uh, Sacramento to talk to uh, that person. Excellent. That way I can find out the absolute last fucking day of this year the that I have to be there.
0: How many hours? And then I'll
1: call in on that day. That
0: you should. Yeah. <laughs> that torn ACL of yours, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they'll be able to tell me exactly what we're looking at and all awesome. that good stuff. Tell us how much uh, insurance will be if we move out of state and all,
0: all the stuff. all the.
1: So I'm just adulting after I you know uh, nerd out a little bit. Right.
0: Write pee-pee stories. Write pee-pee
1: stories. And then JasonTheNerd.com. Love it. Uh, And uh, I did get back into, uh, there's a new um, line of action figures out for the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon series. Okay. So, uh,
0: i collecting those.
1: I haven't collected any figures in a long time, so.
0: What was that, 95? The cartoon series? Oh, it's like
1: 83. Was it?
0: Really? That long ago? Wow. I feel like there was another short, or no, maybe I'm thinking of the Marlon Wayans movie. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Remember that? Oh, boy, That yes. was garbage. That was, that was
0: garbage. All right, well, speaking of garbage, we got a whole horror show to get into here, sir. I'm sure it'll be top notch. <laughs> Absolutely. The new movie looks pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, it looks fun. And i got to tell you, I, I am very interested in getting into a game after watching the trailers mm-hmm. for the movie. So I'm going to need you to put that together for me.
1: Uh, don't, You're even, gonna ha- don't even start me on this new game that I just found. Oh, no. What is this? A- I think it's called Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. That sounds familiar. It's worth buying just because the box is about this long and about that tall. Yeah. And this Jesus. Seat, Does it, come it, with it, it comes with City? like 97 campaigns. So like it's, it's something, man. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna Google that. That sounds very because familiar. Could,
1: I like anything that you could also use to fend off any burglars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, let me introduce you to some of my wife's exercise equipment. <laughs> Most of it is being used as clothing now you know
1: rags. I'm not gonna pick any of that up. <laughs>
0: I knew it. No, I bet you could fight somebody with it for sure. (laughs) We got uh, a horror show to get into here, Mr.
1: Harrell.
0: Let's kick things off with a little of the old horror news, amigo.
3: Horror news.
1: Yes, sir. You got anything? Well, it's rare that I have anything, but... But? Tonight is no exception.
0: Okay. Your Excellent. turn. Excellent. Uh, you remember last week when I told you that uh, Dexter, the new blood, had been canceled? Yeah. That has since been changed. Okay. Uh, it's back on. Not only that, but a prequel has been ordered by Showtime, Dexter Origins. Hmm. Um, there you have it. You're getting more Dexter. Him? I imagine not. I imagine that it's not can't be. Uh, what's his name? Michael C. Hall.
1: Well, no, he's too old. I, yeah, he couldn't play an earlier version of himself. I
0: mean, they made it work with uh, what's her name there, uh, Orphan. But uh, that, that's a whole other topic of debate.
1: Huh, I wonder how that would play out.
0: I'm not interested. To be honest. No, with I'm not. I'm, I'm still not interested. No, I'm not. Yeah. Um, I, the wh- best
1: thing about Dexter was this one, uh, like dvd series that came out it was a white bust. yes and they also had another release that was all like blood slides
0: yes the blood slides yeah. i remember that that was badass such
1: fantastic packaging for such dog shit
0: i mean other other than the ending uh how deep did you get into the the series
1: oh i was all in man so
0: you followed the whole thing yeah you can't you can't well ex- all-
1: except for that uh like that spinoff series that Happened not very long ago. It was we're like he's in Alaska or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I didn't watch. That,
0: that was like a weird web series, though, wasn't it? I don't know. No, it
1: was on uh, Cinemax, I believe, or Showtime, whatever it was.
0: So, other than the ending, you have no complaints.
1: No, I have a lot of complaints uh, <laughs> leading up to that. Okay. It, <clears throat> was, there,
0: was it? Is it just the last season that killed him? For no,
1: you? it okay. happened way before that. Okay. Like, like season, f- I think four, the one with John Lithgow. Yes. Is. Hands down the best. I agree. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Um, when like Rita dies, I mean, it's just yeah. fabulous. But shortly thereafter, it just really started going off the rails. Like his sister became increasingly annoying.
0: I thought she was the high point of the show. I liked his sister. I mm. like Jennifer. I, I, got, I got a hard on for Jennifer Carpenter. though. Do, to be do honest you? With you? Yeah, I do. Ever since uh, quarantine.
1: That's. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Emily Rose. Uh, now it's, it's something about her face it's got a, a very rocky dennis shape to it
0: oh with the rocky, yeah, it's kind of dennis. like a Mi-
1: mr peanut head oh stop it's like, it. it's like a <laughs> figure eight you? i'm just saying how dare you it's a, a bit figure eight-ish no yes it's rocky a, her head's too elongated i <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so uh, probably like season i don't know maybe five six somewhere uh, probably six okay it just started going off the rails okay like they just they had to keep shoehorning in that damn child. Yeah. Um, like, it just became unbelievable.
0: Okay. I know. fair enough. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I agree about season four. Um, I think about Midway season five. Which uh, season had Jimmy Smits in it? Do you remember that? He wanted to be the – he was like, you wanted to be Dexter's apprentice.
1: Oh, boy. I that wanted- must have been pretty late in the series, wasn't it?
0: Uh, I want to say it was like six. That was when I gave up. I am not sure. I just have. I don't like Jimmy Smiths. I know. Th- I am sure he's a great guy, but yeah. something about him, I just I can't tolerate him. And I am not a racist because I think he's ninety percent white. So <laughs> I don't know. I know he. If you ask him, he says he's Cuban, but ah, the last, your last name is Smits, sir. <laughs> it's not Smith. It's Smitty. All right. Anyway, have you ever seen a short film called The Backrooms? nope it is actually pretty fucking good is it uh it's about 14 minutes long give or take uh it's basically just like a um uh, a guy with a camera lost in what i can only call like a labyrinthine um storage area Mm -hmm. it's absolutely empty it's brightly lit Um, but there's like all these weird walls and banks and things like that, and there's something chasing him around in these quote-unquote back rooms. Uh, Good news, A24 has just greenlit a uh, full-length feature of the back rooms. So I'm excited for this. Number one, uh, I'm going to shoot you a link to back rooms when we're done. I think you'll dig it. Uh, Number two, A24, dude. Yeah. Can you think of a bad A24 movie?
1: Isn't A24 Lighthouse?
0: Is it? Yeah, shit. Well, I, it, that's. I don't. I wouldn't call that a bad movie. I just call it a movie that I don't get. Okay. I'm just not smart enough for that fucking.
1: Movie. Uh, they also have uh, Midsummer.
0: I'm not mad at that. I know you are. I know you are. I mean, it's
1: not the worst thing on earth. It, it, um,
0: it, I I just thought of it as a remake of just The Wicker Man.
1: Really, Peters out. Okay. Um, it's pretty. It's, da- uh, it's very damn pretty. pretty. Oh, they also did Men.
0: Okay, now...
1: Look, you asked me the question. No, yeah, I'm no. Giving, I'm stating some examples. I know, no, I... Uh. <laughs> but they do have X, and they've got uh, X, Pearl. Pearl I mean, they've Pearl, seen on the yeah, way. The Witch.
0: The Witch, great show. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm, uh, I'm excited. No, I, I'm
1: down for a lot of A24 stuff. I'm
0: excited for the backrooms. This one, I don't know exactly how to feel about.
1: And they did Bodies, Bodies, Bodies.
0: Oh, yeah, they did. Yep. Which, uh...
1: You don't know how to think about that one.
0: I do. No, I do. <laughs> um... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give that movie I'm gonna give that movie a fist bump. Jason. All right. And that's uh, sometimes I fist bump dudes that I don't really want to be around. Oh okay. But other times I'm like, hey, babe, and then I give you a fist bump.
1: I got gotcha. you. So I'm gonna
0: give that movie a fist
1: bump. Oh right. that's
0: That's all it's getting from me. That's it. That's all you got. I'm not gonna hug it. I'm definitely not gonna suck Gosh. its dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Shoot me the link. I'll okay. check it
0: out. We'll do. Uh, this one is a bit. Uh, yeah, I think I'm on board with this. Jennifer Love Hewitt, mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr., mm-hmm. returning for a I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel. Nice. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into that. If you still, to this day, put me on the spot and ask me which movie I like better, I Know What You Did Last Summer or Scream, I still go with I Know What You Did Last Summer. Absolutely. You too?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah. Uh, more of a horror movie, number one. Number two, I could watch Jennifer Love Hewitt run up and down stairs for, within, in a low-cut situation. I'll, I'll, if there's a subscription service, I'll pay for it. Well, I'll pay plus, for she that.
1: doesn't have that big old block jaw. <laughs> <There> <laughs> she doesn't look like a Minecraft <laughs> character. There, there is
0: that. She is not out of a Roblox game. <laughs> uh, this is very important to you. I want you to pay attention to us, to me. The Last of Us, Episode <clears throat> 5, mm-hmm. is actually going to air on Friday instead of the usual Sunday due to the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: make sure you set your DVR for that. Interesting. And... Uh, <laughs> Here's something else I want you to set your DVR for. Blood Rise, subspecies 5. Oh, wow. Starring the Anders Hoof, returning to reprise his role as Radu. My (sighs) flesh
1: My fingers bend
0: for you. Somebody get me a drip pan. (sighs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's back and uh, trailers are already up at at Bloody Disgusting.
1: I'm sure they're great.
0: He looks old, man. Oh, I bet
1: he does. He, uh, he looked old before.
0: I know, but now he looks, he's like, I don't think he, I, I don't know. He looks bad. He does not look well. Yeah. I mean, even less well than he is supposed to look. It's
1: like watching Steven Seagal in any of his new oh, movies. Oh,
0: God. He's got to be pushing three, right? 250 at least. Oh,
1: I'm sure it's. he's pushing three. The 300. He's yeah. got to be. Oh,
0: God.
1: And I think a good 30 pounds of that is hair gel.
0: I'm sure, yeah, because yeah. the hairline just keeps going further back <laughs> and back. And that makes, means the ponytail has to get longer and longer. <laughs> I know how these things work, Jason. My hairline is going back. <laughs> so all we got on the horror news, you maniac. <clears throat> how about a little listener mail?
1: listener mail
0: yes sir we got emails voicemails all the usual suspects let's kick things off with a little email here excuse me this one's coming from right here in reno nevada it's the cowboy subject line gaming evening padded room hope everyone is doing well made it in tonight not much here thanks to work Hardly have time to catch anything new lately, but hopefully for my birthday later I'll get to see Evil Dead rise. Quick meat hook. Movies based on games last week. Number one, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Sure. Uh, Number two, Doom. Did you watch Doom with Mm. The Rock? That was...
1: I didn't hate it.
0: uh, It was pretty bad, man.
1: I'm not saying it's good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying when you come off of the heels of something like... You know, House of the House sure. of the uh, House, House of, the, of Dead, the Dead, or any of the other fine U-Bowl movies. <laughs> U-Bowl. Uh, there's kind of a low expectation, so I get. It that. caught me on a good day.
0: Okay, I get that. Um, I mean, that you could definitely do worse than Doom.
1: That is sure.
0: Not much worse, but there's that uh not good movies but they're fun there is a new doom movie came out a couple years ago did you i think it went straight to netflix Hmm. that one's actually very gory really yeah it's not nearly as bad as the first one uh three it's been a long time since i saw blood rain but i still dig her weapons so it gets a mention uh back to the grind hope everyone has a great week catch you on the flip, cowboy right on cowboy
1: thank you
0: thanks for writing in big dog uh we got some voicemails here amigo all right, Jason, let's get uh, out to gen- jun- genuine, the beautiful country, um, Anderson, Indiana, home of the, uh, I believe it's the Whisker Do's.
1: What about the Whisker Don'ts? not
0: they, they're, they're from um, Hoopersville.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Indiana. Here comes Coop Newcomb, man.
1: Good evening, Darian,
2: Jason. Hey. Hey. What's hey. up, Coop? All you inmates. Hope everybody's doing well. There's somebody so, in here, too. So, let me go. get right to it. Your three on a meat hook was uh, game video games adapted to movies. Yes, I'm sir. not a video game guy, but back in the day, I did play video games, and I have some complaints, so I'm doing mine based off of ones I thought were Dog adaptations
1: shit. done terribly bad. That's most of them. So, okay. my
2: number three is 1993 Super Mario Brothers. You do oh, not um, smirch. Oof. The Bob Hoskins classic. (laughs) Some characters were the same as they were in the video game. That movie was uh, completely ridiculous. Nothing like the video game. Nothing at at all. all. Uh, Just, I thought it was bad. Anyway, in 1994, it gave us uh, this is my number two, it gave us uh, Van Dam's Double Dragon. No, Ugh. I take that back. That was Street Fighter. Street, Street Fighter, that was yeah. my number two. That was Pooh. Bandam Street Fighter. That was Pooh. That was uh, super terrible. Yeah, that's and a then, bad And I already gave away my number one was 1994's Double Dragon. Yeah. love that video game. Uh, Kicking movie was school. Total shit.
1: <laughs> Such a good game. Um, it
2: was. <laughs> tried to watch your recommendation, uh, Skin of Last night, uh, it was real difficult to watch, uh, not because of the movie being disturbing, but it was super difficult to see anything happening.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm I think get more it was to supposed that.
2: to be like a found footage type movie in a way, I don't know. but the I don't uh, know camera what angles were so off centered you only got small pieces of something happening, and even with that being said, the clarity was yeah super bad. After yeah. about 30 minutes, I gave up on it. Okay. Um, we're going for more. Educate. Are you the Raven? Anyway. All I got, man.
0: Take it easy. No, I am not the Raven. But uh you're kind of in the right neighborhood. Uh depend there's actually four or five different movies called The Raven. Uh one of them had John Cusack playing mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh there's a Bella Lugosi one in which he plays a doctor obsessed with a uh his his colleague's daughter. Uh there's one with Boris Karloff and um Vincent Price. And like a 14-year-old Jack Nicholson in it. Hmm. More of a horror comedy. Um, There's quite a few ravens, but I am not any of them, Cooper. So thank you for trying. I'll enlighten you later as to uh, who I am.
1: Coming off of uh, his mention of um, Street Fighter. Yeah. Just found out something very disturbing. What's that? My wife. Mm -hmm. Gotta love her.
0: I love her dearly.
1: Has never even heard the name. Jean Claude Van Damme. What? Until the other day. How is that even possible? <laughs> you would think that just. How is sta- that even? You would think that just statistically.
0: Has she it never just, walked by a movie poster? Because <laughs> I think he's been on several.
1: Well, I mean, so she. I mean, she's young. She's twelve years younger than me. Right. So, I mean. While we were rocking out to double impact and yes. all of that good stuff, Blood I mean, sport. she was probably in elementary school. Okay, <laughs> but uh, and then he didn't really didn't have a big you know career after that.
0: No, no. Wow, uh, but okay. but even
1: still, um, you had- it just out of all things, I don't know why it took me by surprise. Yeah,
0: me too. Um, me too.
1: Like she's heard of Steven Seagal. sure. Um, but when I. Think of Steven Seagal, like I automatically think of Jean-Claude Van Damme because we would have these theoretical conversations about who would win the fight. (laughs) So So,
0: let me put you on the spot, Mr. Harrell. You've got to show her one movie to introduce her to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Which one would it be?
1: (sighs) Probably Lionheart.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah, but Kickboxer's right there.
0: Kickboxer also. But remember when he had that drunken dancing scene in
1: Yes, it's fabulous. <laughs> oh it's fabulous. That is embarrassing. But I I will say that his best movie uh is JCVD.
0: I I've, I've, I've never seen it. I've it's heard good things. Really good. It's like an action comedy, right?
1: No. no. Um it is it's very meta. It's really? it's about Jean-Claude Jean Jean Van, Van Damme and his life as a kind of a washed out actor. Yeah. But everywhere he goes, you know, people still, oh, you're Jean-Claude Van Damme. but he's just like a guy who's kind of beat up with life. Right. But he's himself. Yeah. But he actually gets like caught up in a bank heist. Right. Um, and then it kind of play, plays out from there. It's actually a really good movie. It's actually uh, almost like self reflect, very self-reflective.
0: I like that. I should sit through it. It's a music. really good movie. Right on. My go-to for JCVD, Cyborg. Nice. Yeah. The hip-mounted Gatling gun thing that he mm-hmm. had. Yeah. The, the the villain in that movie with his Ray-Bans and his pulled back. <laughs> yeah. Slick back fro situation. Mm-hmm. Dude. Did
1: you ever see Cyborg 2?
0: I refused.
1: Angelina Jolie.
0: Was she in that?
1: A, a, a very young An- Angelina Jolie. Oh, shit. Okay. Like 17, somewhere right. around there.
0: Might have to look into that. I mean, Angelina Jolie. Okay. Uh, right on, Coop. Thanks for calling in. We got another one here, all the way down from the Funky South. Here comes Alan. Uh, what's what's uh, up, Alan what's up? What's up, Alan? Mr. Jerry, and you are Brotherhood of the
2: Wolf.
3: You got me. That's a great uh, movie. Okay, The emergency Therapy, I watched Old Dark House around Halloween time. Really liked it.
0: That's I the really best time.
3: Stay away from the remake.
0: It's no good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It
2: was a lot of fun, and really liked it. I'm following meat but I can't just sit here think
3: about it. (laughs) Um, so horror movies with games are based on games. Okay. Number three, Saul. The original. Saul. Number two, Battle Royale. That was based on number one, ready or not. Oh. There's so many in a video game adaptation which are shit and
0: That's true. Anyway,
3: everybody's doing good. Talk to you later.
0: Right on, Bye. Alan. Thanks for calling in. I didn't even consider "Ready or Not" because technically, it is based around a game. I mean, right. not one that anybody would really want to play. But that whole, mm-hmm. you know, hide and seek situation—that makes sense. I, don't know I think about it. That was a great movie too. You ever seen that one? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm just Saul. Did he say he did? So what uh, was that? He was kind of cutting in and out. based upon.
0: I have no idea. I'm not sure. I think he might have got cut off there. Saul. Oh, okay. Unless there's a movie called Saul. I'm sure there is. I don't know. I don't know, Alan. Uh, here from uh, Southern California, here comes Mr. Tom Hardy.
3: Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Padded room, how's my favorite degenerates this week? Hey, Pretty we're good. There. I do hope everyone is doing well. I just wanted to get in real quick. Uh, a couple of things there. What do you think? Uh, I finally got to catch me some horror flicks and What man. Are You Looking At department. Sure. And, uh, knowing that, uh, Darian can't watch any, uh, movies he's seen before, I decided to kind of revi- revisit some favorites that are on, I think it was the Amazon. Okay. And, uh, I watched, uh, The Prowler and, uh, The Burning. Okay. I mean, it's a good flick. I know we've all seen them and whatnot. But I have
0: not seen The Prowler. Something Prower. that always I get that.
3: fucking one. catches me by surprise in The Burning. That's I don't remember the, the jackass's name, but he's, like, the bully kid.
0: Oh, uh, Slater.
3: he's, like, trying to get with his girl, and he's, like... Hey, you
0: want to come down to the water with pushy,
3: me? pushy slime ball, you know. Oh, come on, baby, why don't you Ooh. do it with me? Come on, we can go over there <laughs> and do it. Come on, let's do it there, we can do it. And then, fucking, you're like, man, this guy, you know, you total this. fucking jackass. And then, then she goes with him. She finally acquiesces and fucking fucks him. Yeah. And it's the weirdest thing, like... All of a sudden, he's like, hey, baby, I'm going to go uh maybe get just, you know, some flowers, and uh, I'll bring you back, uh, you know, a fucking soda pop or whatever, sure. you know? And all of a sudden, the guy's like this lovey-dovey little fucking prick, and <laughs> I, it totally fucking blows the uh, the 80s stereotype, you know, uh that, you know, these guys are all douchebag and shit. It almost, it makes it. A new stereotype, like, "Hey, the guy's an asshole, but if you fuck him, he'll be real cool," you know. <laughs> Clearly, he was. I don't a know. Virgin. Every time I forget about it, and every time I see
0: it, I always fucking. I mean, it makes me away. nicer. Me too. But, uh,
3: whatever. Anyway, um, on the uh, the meat hooks there, yeah. you know.
0: Movies based yeah, on all games.
3: Fine, man. There ain't a whole lot of fucking good horror movies no. based on games. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah one of my all-time favorite horror flicks is based on a fucking game. Okay. And uh, this, I'm not fucking kidding. I've said it before. I legitimately like this movie. Oh, no. Fucking Witchboard, man. That's based on the <laughs> Ouija board, right? you got to say that. It's a
0: game. Sure. Why but, not? Um, yeah.
3: Like I said, I, I actually movie? legitimately like that. Okay. Movie. I know. Anyway, uh, I don't got nothing on the educating department. All right. So, uh, I'll get. I'll just GP myself. Okay. Love
0: you like family. Bye now. Bye. Me too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, yeah, I guess a Ouija board is technically we a game.
1: Had, we had thought of Witch Board when we were kind of putting our list together.
0: Ah, uh, it's I don't.
1: Or talking about the, the it's list. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You know,
0: it's it's way better than Witch Trap, that's for sure. Um,
1: I don't remember whether or not I liked Witch Board 2.
0: I don't remember a Witch Board I 2. think there was a sequel to I'm that. sure there is. I'm very
1: yeah. confident about that.
0: You're very confident about a lot of things, my man. I
1: am. Whether or not it's accurate, yeah. I'm not sure.
0: I'm confident about this. I'm just going to expose it as yeah. fact. 1993.
1: Wow, 93. Huh? 5.0 out
0: of 10. I bet that's better than the original Witch Trap, Witch Board.
1: <laughs> the rating? <laughs>
0: the rate. yeah.
1: Uh, let's take a gander at sure. 5.6, sir.
0: Oh, look out. Okay. I will not speak ill of Witch Board. I will speak ill of Witch Trap.
1: Uh, Cyborg Two, however, has like a three point four. That array. sounds
0: about right. Yeah. I did not, once. I saw jean Claude was not in that. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I
1: think it's uh, Jack Palance is the band. Oh really? Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> He's got to be like in his sixties by that time, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, get out of here! At least probably still kick my ass too. All right, man. That's all we got in the listener mail. You got anything for Tom Hardy, Alan Coop Newcomb or the old uh, cowboy? Thanks, guys. Thank you very much dudes. It's time to get into a movie. Let's do. You got to be quiet, man.
1: What happened? A bomb, I think. I
2: don't know why he came all the way up here.
0: There's nothing
3: left people out there
0: people worth saving
2: most people had finally given up hope
1: It's A
0: Quiet Place Part 2, Jason Harold, It is. From 2020. This one got 7.2 stars. huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, did this one actually get a theatrical release or did it? Yeah, land? we saw it in theater. Did you? Mm-hmm. So it was before the big outbreak, yeah? Uh,
1: I think it was right, if, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the only movies we saw in, in theater that year. Okay. So it was like really early on.
0: Okay. Very cool. Uh, Written and directed, of course, by John Krasinski. Stars Emily Blunt, Millicent Simons, and Cillian Murphy, whom I do have a bigger penis than and can prove that, (laughs) as per the opening sequence in uh, 28 Days Later. So this one picks up right where the first one started. Stopped, actually. Well, sort of. Well, no, actually it picks up before. But the story, the crux of the story picks up after. Um um, we're going to have to kind of spoil a few things here, inmates, and we have to kind of assume that you've seen the first one, because, I mean, it, that one came out in what 2018, so we're a good five years out after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's po- we're we're in the well, we're going to pick up with a flashback of the day the apocalypse started. So we have a small town somewhere up in, in uh, upstate New York. Uh, we have a ba- baseball game in progress. We have our family that we know from the first movie. I don't think we ever got any of their names in the first movie, did we? I think it was just mom, dad, teenage daughter, teenage kid, and then little boy that didn't make it too long. Don't recall. I don't think we did. I could be wrong. We're going to get one name, at least, uh, in this movie.
1: I w- I'm, I'm pretty sure that they said at least the kids' names. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Neither here nor there.
0: We have to assume that you've seen this. So we see the onset of where these things came from. Mm-hmm. They're aliens, as we now know. Uh, they had an official name at one point. I know that because they were in one of the Terra domes. I think they're called Deathbringers or something like that.
1: Uh, I remember I had never heard of it until you had mentioned it in the Terra dome.
0: There is an actual name um i don't know i think death we're gonna call them death bringers what do you think of the death bringers jason are they scary
1: um yeah They're very
0: spider bat like and they have that that demogorgon kind of a head to them you know <laughs> uh they eat us obviously they hunt by sound which is a bit of a plot hole but I. Uh, We'll, die. we'll save that for the end.
1: <clears throat> well, like I had told you last week, uh, I think after we had wrapped up, uh, the first one has a lot of those plot holes.
0: Well, I, I yes. mean, like,
1: ridiculous amounts. You're, you're right. Of, why would they do this? Right. Or, wouldn't you just do this? Right, right. Um, some of that continues in, into the sequel, but uh, far less.
0: Okay. Um, well, there is one I'm willing to write a lot of it off, sure, because it is in the end. I feel both of them are very good movies, mm-hmm. very well crafted, very well made visually. Uh, you know, it's very suspenseful.
1: Did you situations. watch uh, this one in the living room? Of course. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, uh, it's got some good deep bass. Yes,
0: and uh, it
1: really rocks, man.
0: And it really, I've I found great benefit in watching them back to back, one and two. Otherwise, I would – I probably I'd been years since I saw the first one. But yeah. uh, I remembered enjoying that. So here comes the onset of the apocalypse. Uh, whatever it is, whatever they are, come out of the sky. Uh, they land not too far away from our small town here. And this is the same small town that our family came from. Uh, we see the store that we rem- – it didn't occur to me that that was the store. Mm-hmm. But watching the trailer now, yeah. it's, I'm like, oh, shit, that's the store. The store that um, they were scavenging in at the start of the first movie. And he walks right past the rocket ship. A
1: damn rocket ship. Which
0: uh, creates all the problems. Mm-hmm. Well, some f- pretty big problems, I yeah. should say. Um, that's kind of a nice little callback, I found. And uh, from there, the, the things kind of take their natural course. Uh, chaos and confusion. These things start attacking uh, people. It's haven't figured out that they hunt by sound they're basically blind uh they just ha- they have like those flappies on their heads that like <laughs> yep. pick up vibrations mm-hmm. and then they have the little hole that like clicks away and i think they do like a sonar thing right um and then from there we cut to immediately after the events of the first movie so if you saw the first movie you'll know that the farm is on fire dad got carried away by the death bringers And now mom, having just given birth to a newborn, is left with her deaf daughter and her teenage son to uh, carry on living. So, um, this part I didn't quite understand. And maybe you can help clarify it for me. How many times have you seen this movie? More than once?
1: Yeah, but you know I'm also shit at remembering. That's true. Um, I would say I actually, you know, I skipped over some stuff today. But today would have been probably my fifth or sixth time watching it
0: okay so as they're coming they're emerging from the chaos that ended the first movie Mm -hmm. it seemed to me that there was just a small fire in the work shed they could have easily stayed right
1: um well i'm sure they probably could have they didn't have a front door right um they had all that water damage and shit true um so maybe and plus uh they probably had a storyline that needed them to leave the house Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> one of
0: them turned to the other one and said, I don't want to die here. Okay, pack it up. We're on our, we're on our way. That's it. Uh, so they're, they just decide to pack up what few things they have and hit the road. Mm-hmm. Not the move I would have made, but all right. All right, I'm with you so far. Uh, very sad. They kind of take a few moments to mourn the loss of the father. And uh, the daughter, the deaf one, um, she's got – we didn't get any of this in the first movie – but she's got like a map, and she's kind of like plotting courses as to which areas are safe and how they can travel. She's very intelligent, the deaf one. Uh, that's great. So they just start walking, and they come upon uh, some – they basically walk right into season four of The Walking Dead, <laughs> which is kind of a bummer. Not only is it a bummer, but I think we can all agree we've had about enough of that shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, we're not, and bear with me now. Uh, they come. They come into what I'm going to call a steel foundry, but I could be wrong. Some kind of a big industrial rundown area. Yeah, um, they're they're cruising around, and then they get attacked by one of these things. Now, luckily, if you saw the first movie, you'll know that the daughter had figured out that her. Or hearing aid, hearing aid g- creates like when it gets close to one of the uh, the things, it creates like a feedback situation.
1: It's like when you uh, have a, um, a microphone near uh, another microphone yeah. uh, or speaker yeah. and you get that feedback. So she puts, the mi- she puts her hearing aid up to the microphone that is uh, in her little portable amplifier. She has an
0: amplifier too. Yeah. So whenever one of these things gets close, all she's got to do is put the hearing aid up to the amp, and then it creates this high pitched whining that just freaks them right out. Makes
1: them vulnerable.
0: And it uh, yeah, so by vulnerable so am I assuming that the flaps on the head have to be up and then you can shoot them in the head?
1: I assume that they're they have a weak spot on their head somewhere. Okay. Okay. because obviously a shotgun blast to the face when their flaps are all yeah wigged out uh seems to kind of put them to rest
0: but when the flaps are down or they they're,
1: they're not <laughs> seems like you're screwed
0: i mean you want to catch the flaps up somehow i don't know cuz they
1: don't seem to be able to kill these things otherwise
0: which all right that's a whole other thing <laughs> but uh, all right so that's cool uh, one of these things comes at her she holds the the amp up with the hearing aid it spazzes out Uh, mom shoots at it and then as this this very intense sequence is is taking place we cut to a sniper scope watching this whole thing happen uh they get away and then uh whoever was watching them comes down and talks to him and it's Cillian Murphy he's playing a guy named Emmett who apparently was at one point a family friend of theirs
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he's like and, and their son had also walked into a bear trap
0: and yes, there is the bear trap also,
1: and the reason that the monster came was because they walked through uh uh like a trip wire that's right, and that there was a bunch murphy of uh bottles came down rigged up yeah,
0: yeah started clanking around um he comes down he's like, hey, what are you guys doing so he's got a pretty cool setup if he gets himself inside one of the blast furnaces, it's completely soundproof. But he's only got about, what, two or three minutes worth of oxygen Yeah, not in a there. long time. So he sets a stopwatch before he gets in there. Uh, he's got, like, a towel over the latch so it can't close. Um, and then when the stopwatch goes off, that means he's running out of oxygen. He comes back out. So him and uh, the mom go in there, and they talk for a few minutes This is where we get all this dialogue about them being old friends and stuff like that. And she really needs help. She's begging him to stay, and he's like, "No, you got to leave in the morning." I guess uh, they knew his wife. His wife didn't make it through the initial stage of the apocalypse. Very scary and tragic. Uh, He's like, "No, hey, you guys got to go. I can't. I can't live with you guys here. So you guys got to fuck off. You can stay tonight. Sorry about your kid. I'll make him as comfortable as I can. Here's some alcohol to throw on that leg." And uh, oh, you got a baby! You got a baby! You can't be up in here with a baby. <laughs> Those fucking things are noise machines. No mm, way.
1: No kidding.
0: Now, this is kind of uh, I don't know what the the thought process here is, but they basically put the baby in a box with an oxygen tank. Mm-hmm. So is the ox? I, I assumed the oxygen was to like pacify it. No, or-
1: they they put it in the box. To soundproof, it's whining. Okay. Uh, So it obviously needs – I'm no great parent here, but it obviously needs oxygen while in the box. I
0: believe that's fact. I believe that (laughs) is factual While (laughs) entombed, it needs air.
1: So the oxygen is is just when they have to put it in its little – Little coffin. Coffin. Okay. Very (laughs) cool. It's little creep. It's it's baby (laughs) creep. It's tomb. Uh,
0: Okay. That makes sense. I thought maybe it had like some kind of a pacifying effect on it. Uh, And that's how they're carrying the baby around. Uh, uh, Emmett is like, oh, God, this is where we find out mom's name is actually Evelyn. Um, If I'm Emmett, I am begging them to stay. You know what I mean? Emmett looked like he's seen some bad days. Mm -hmm. He had the big, scruffy beard. Cillian Murphy's a handsome dude, but he looked like shit in this movie. Yeah, As he was supposed to, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. And here comes Evelyn in her nice, clean sundress. Uh, with her blonde hair, looking foxy, yes, you can stay, my dear. We'll work out some kind of a rent-to-own program all right. situation. <laughs> but you are definitely hanging. Um, so that's that's all cool. Now, if you remember in the first movie, uh, one of Dad's like projects or whatever you have you that he was working on was trying to get into contact with anybody else out there that had survived the initial wave. Uh, he had a small-range frequency radio that he was trying to get people on. Morse code he was he was working on. Couldn't get hold of anybody. Nobody. Uh, one of the items that uh, the teenage daughter brought with her was a small portable radio. As soon as they get, like, situated in this place, they start picking up a radio station. And it's playing the song Beyond the Sea over and over on a loop. Uh, he's like, yeah, I heard, I heard it too. I don't know what it is. I think... Uh, what some local radio station just got put on repeat before everybody died. Uh, and the daughter's like, no way. My dad would have found this. And then this is where we get the explanation that their, their previous farm was in some kind of a valley. Mm-hmm. And that's why it wasn't picking up radio signals. There it is. So you expect me to believe... <laughs> Now again, I don't mean to rip holes in this. Okay. That Krasinski, in his vast knowledge of uh with his charts and his maps and his ability to put together this supersonic hearing aid, couldn't figure out that he lived in a valley and thus would not pick up uh radio signals. I I'm just saying. And the t- the 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 girl even brought that up herself. He's kidding me, my dad would have figured that out. I have to agree with her.
1: Perhaps. Okay. Uh the even if he did, let's say, erect a nice little antenna, right? Clear some trees, sure, whatnot. Um, maybe the range of that particular one that was broadcasting mm-hmm. and its elevation was just a cock hair out of you know, okay, out of alignment. <laughs> and Fucking I cock <laughs> And I will one hundred percent bet that it was in the script that it needed to say that.
0: I'm sure it did. I'm positive of that. <laughs> so there it is. Okay. All right. If it's in the script, it's in the script. Uh, so there's that. Now, she is... Uh, the, the. That's she-
1: the least unrealistic thing in this movie. Oh, I have more oh yeah, I've got tons I enjoy both these movies I do too. a lot I do too but you can pick these things all to pieces
0: I don't there's just a few things I want to point out <laughs> okay <laughs> just a, just a couple little things to think about yeah uh, so from there the the teenage daughter's like look man i I know what's going on so after that night after uh everybody goes to sleep or away or whatever she sneaks into the blast furnace where they've put the teenage boy and she's like hey man I get it the song Beyond the Sea is a clue to where we go. And then she pulls out the map, and it turns out there's a little island right off the New York coast. And she thinks that that's where the radio station is that's broadcasting the, uh, the signal. So she's like, that's where we got to go. So he's like, I don't know about this. I can't go. I got to. Stepped in a fucking bear trap, dude. Uh, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go by myself. So she just takes off walking by herself in the middle of the night. Now. Here's the other the other problem, Jay. Just one? Now I don't again. <laughs> so she's deaf, right? Yes. She was born deaf, I have to assume. Therefore she would have no real concept of sound. She wouldn't know when she's making a sound. She wouldn't know when to tiptoe or when to like stop or when to you know what I'm saying?
1: Well I think Understanding the concept of everything makes some kind of sound right is all you need to attempt stealth, sure,
0: but if now
1: you-, you don't know that maybe the sound of walking on sand is less or more than walking on dirt uh, right or stepping on a desk
0: or dry leaves
1: so or- basically she just uh, as long as she tiptoes everywhere, she's good eh, yeah. yeah why don't these people wear shoes? Because
0: they're they're too loud, I assume.
1: He's wearing boots.
0: It's a valid point. That's another valid point. Man. <laughs> Again, I don't know, but the the idea that she could just take off on her own. I mean, I get it. Like if she's with her family, her deck. A hey, take your shoes off. A hey, tread real lightly right here. This is noisy. Uh, but if she's just off on her own,
1: well, up to this point, she had her her family's mo was as long as we walk really 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 lightly right. We watch our footing every step. Right, we're pretty much good to go. Okay, so she, she's not going to get anybody to go with her. Clearly, uh, she knows it's within a short distance from where they're at. Sure, um, a day's travel. She says, right. Um, so what are you going to do, man? Somebody's got to be a fucking hero in this world.
0: You could at least uh, tell
1: your mom. I I
0: know she she wrote what is that off. Like, I can't do. tell mom. She's going to say I'm crazy. But you could at least. Well,
1: the mom's not going to go.
0: Well, no, but you could at least say this is what I'm doing, and then she would say, "No, wait till he feels better or something." I don't know. I don't know, man. That just kind of that, that throughout the entire franchise.
1: Sometimes she you got to no take concept. the bull by the horns.
0: Okay. <laughs> Even if he can't hear you, apparently. Uh, so off she goes. Um, she takes off in the middle of the night. Uh, the family wakes up the next morning and uh evelyn realizes that she's gone uh she talks to the kid the kid's like yeah she's headed off that that way towards the island she thinks there's a thing there she begs emmett to go after her, which he does uh also the teenage girl took the shotgun um emmett she catch she finds like a train station and she starts going through the train looking for uh supplies she comes across a uh uh first aid kit mm-hmm. and that's when one of the death bringers catches up to her uh emmett gets to her just in time and he's like okay we're gonna be quiet we're gonna wait till just wait till it leaves and then we'll we'll head we're going back and she's like no we're not going back i gotta go to this island he's like no we're going back and they get into a little sign language argument there real quick uh the thing comes in uh starts like stalking towards her and then she pulls out the hearing aid and stuns it and then emmett kills it and then he's like oh shit that hearing aid that like stuns him or something she's like yeah it's pretty cool right so uh he's like yeah dude that's uh that's dope and then here comes the argument she manages to convince him to (laughs) escort her to the uh to the docks which is
1: you know what what i'm uh, really enjoying right now what's that so, you berate me non <laughs> stop. I have never berated you. For my you. shit memory.
0: <laughs> what am I glazing So, around? it
1: is absolutely hilarious <laughs> to listen to your version of how this plays out. Okay. When I. Actually, you've seen it rem- many more I times have seen it many many more times. I
0: watched it uh, yesterday afternoon.
1: But normally, you could just tell me what happens, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's what happened because I got a shit memory, apparently. Okay. Uh, or I miss? haven't, or I haven't watched some dog shit movie fifty <laughs> times. Uh, it's not that you've missed anything per se. It's just the you know how in, in kind you, of what order things transpire. I'm giving
0: you an abridged version.
1: Like sir. she, like she made a noise in the train. Yes. Which, he, she shoots it, right. he then shoots it. Right. It's not lurking and stalking them around. No, it was. Well, They're no. not having a conversation about it. Let's let this thing go past it. Like,
0: it was coming at her.
1: So I'm just enjoying okay. the combination of you inventing scenes that weren't there. They were there. I watched it myself, <laughs> motherfucker. This is great. So that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I, like I said, I'm giving you the abridged version, <laughs> son of a bitch. So he convi- she convinces him to as- help her get to the docks to try to get to the island because that's where the boats are. Uh, while that's going on, we have some very intense stuff happening. Back we get a very like the next, I would say, probably six hours combines to. A series of jump cuts of simultaneous events happening in a very intense order, uh, but they're happening at the same time. So it's just going from here. Oh, shit, here comes one of these. Over there. What the fuck is that, a trap? Back to them. Oh, shit, it's in the building. Oh, it is a trap. Here comes a bunch of weirdos. Oh, God, <laughs> now it's going up the stairs. What's happening? So I'm just going to give you I, – I can't do it justice uh, just talking about it. So I'm just going to give you a quick abridgment <laughs> Of what I saw, and you better quit fucking making fun of me.
1: <laughs> so what happens? It's a to, rare opportunity.
0: Let me have it. I earned it. <laughs> uh, so what happens? Basically, is throughout this this series of jump cuts between simultaneous events. Um, mom goes off looking around the steelworks and uh, as that's happening unfortunately the baby starts crying which attracts one of the death bringers while that's happening we're going to cut to um, Emmett and the deaf girl uh, approaching the docks uh, they get to like uh, the dock the boathouses or whatever they are and they're looking around for like a keys to a boat and they start hearing a girl like i guess crying or maybe they just did they did
1: yeah they there was a little, a little girl crying at the kind of the like end at of the, the dock. end
0: of the dock yeah like oh shit there's a girl let's go help her now we cut back to uh what's happening at the foundry uh the kid the teenage kid is like oh shit there's one of those things he gets the baby and takes it inside uh in the in the fucking tomb shoebox thing <laughs> takes it inside the blast furnace and closes the door Uh, Unfortunately, the towel wasn't in place, so the latch closes, sealing them both in there.
1: Not a very reliable lock preventer. If
0: that's your your safety catch is a towel, (laughs) you might want to upgrade that a little bit, especially since your life depends on it. Um, So now they're sealed in there, and I think they have like a minute and a half before they run out of oxygen, probably less because the baby is crying. Uh, on top of that, I don't know what the minute and a half was for just one person or two people. Or- I don't recall the timeline. It, it does, I don't think he gets into it too much, but um, that's, that's pretty scary. Uh, the mom is outside the uh, foundry, and she's kind of creeping around the grounds looking for stuff. Uh, she realizes that one of those things is skulking about, so she goes back in. She starts making noise, attracting it to her. She's on an upper floor where she, I think, spreads gasoline or something like that. Or did she find a gas can?
1: She had oxygen tanks.
0: Oxygen tanks. That's what it was. Yeah. Backup oxygen tanks for the baby tomb. Um. <laughs> Continued. <laughs> so while that's going on, we cut back to the uh, pier where we have uh, Cillian. or Emmett, the deaf girl, they're like, hey, little girl, what's going to get you up out of here? The little girl just looks at him, stone killer, like, hey, you just fucked up. And then we start seeing all these other dudes coming out of the, the piers and the boats, and they're basically surrounding uh, Emmett and the girl.
1: It appears he's in trouble.
0: It appears they are both in <laughs> trouble, and things are about to get funky here. And this is – okay, we just jumped right into The Walking Dead here, right? What are they going to do? They're going to kill him, eat him, possibly rape the girl, I'm sure – the peer people.
1: I, so before, you know, I came over here, I had sent you some messages about uh how I feel like this movie kind of stole some ideas from uh The Last of Us. Yeah. And um again, this like you could pull a lot of this stuff right out of the game. Could you? But at the same time, you could also pull it out of a thousand different yeah. post-apocalyptic scenarios. Sure. So, yeah, it's probably going to, you know, um kill the guy steal all of their equipment, right? probably take the girl for fodder.
0: (laughs) Right. So, okay, I get it. It's fine. Um, Cillian Murphy's a bad motherfucker, man, Mm -hmm. and he figures this out very quickly. They put a noose around his neck. I think they were going to use him as bait or they were going to feed him to the things or something to that effect. Uh, They take the girl, they take all of her weapons and her equipment, and they're walking her back, and... We get some I, I guess the leader of these turds is some bearded <laughs> f- frico. Yeah. He's like, you know, giving her the sexy eyes as he's undressing <laughs> her. So we're thinking, all right, this is um what, what what is this? It's not the Vatos. Maybe it's the governor's people or oh uh oh what the fuck was the name of that town? Um,
1: the one I, the one with the cannibals?
0: Yeah, Exodus or Terminus. Terminus. That's what it is. Turdmanus. It's the turdmanus people. <laughs> uh, as the, as he's like walking her back uh, off the pier, she looks back at Emmett, and Emmett gives her the hand signal to dive into the water. So she does that. Splash. Sound. Here comes the things. Emmett runs up and takes. The noose and wraps it around the leader's neck and kind of drags him back, smashes one of the lanterns, creating a a small fire on the pier so none of his people can get back there to help him. Uh, He wraps the rope around the leader and stabs him in the leg, which causes him to scream, attracting more of the Deathbringers. And then Emmett jumps into the water, but the noose is still attached to his neck. So the, the Deathbringer comes and starts, they just start fucking everything up. Uh, killing off all these cannibal fucking guys, smashing boats, things like that. Uh, Now we're going to cut back to the foundry where mom has set up this elaborate booby trap. The thing comes up the stairs. She shoots the oxygen tanks, Jason Harrell, causes a (laughs) massive explosion, um, which sets the thing on fire, but doesn't seem to kill it right are these things fireproof they must no pay. i
1: think the thing was she was uh, her her intention was to set off the sprinklers okay because all that no all that water noise really it's, masks. it's like echolocation is yeah, gonna be all fucked all up. up right
0: although oddly enough it doesn't work on daredevil when it rains daredevil can see you better so i don't know
1: well i guess yeah i guess it kind of could
0: I don't know, but da- that's Daredevil. It
1: kind of gives him the shape.
0: These things are yeah. not Daredevil.
1: They are not Daredevil. So,
0: I don't know. Uh, anyway, because the, the all the sprinklers go off, it creates the sound. So now she can basically move around freely. She goes hauling ass downstairs. The kid, unfortunately, has run out of oxygen. And he's, like, using the baby's oxygen but putting the mask back on the baby. The kid passes out with the mask on the baby, as I recall, uh, mom pops the hatch on the blast furnace, and she's like, "Hey, get up, get up, get up, get up! We gotta get up, we gotta go." Um, he wakes up, and <gasps> I can breathe finally. Uh, unfortunately, the thing has followed it. The that uh, mom down to, down there. She puts the towel back in place and closes the blast furnace, and then we get like the big, "Oh my god! I'm so glad you're okay. Thank you for saving the baby. Love you so much." Yeah, great. Uh, now we cut back to. Um, the big explosion, the, the guy, the leader who was tied to the, uh, of the pier is basically like, um, tethered to Emmett, if I'm right. So the thing is like pulling the lead, like ripping him apart and pulling him, which is pulling Emmett out of the water, if I'm not mistaken, allowing him to breathe. But then he has to go back down because the things are, you know, hearing him. So, and I could be wrong about this, but Am I to assume that the Deathbringers can't swim? Because we saw one go into the water, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of... Like,
1: yeah, I don't think they can.
0: ...fucked off for a minute. And mm-hmm. the one that was on the boat was, like, looking at it, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of... Because it was going after Emmett for a sec, and then it just kind of fucked off. Yeah, I don't think it can. Okay. That's going to be a problem here in a minute, because I don't know how that makes sense. But I, it's a good point. So, from there... Uh, Basically, the one, we cut back to the foundry. The one that was there, I think, just kind of fucks off, right? And uh, everything's cool there, and then everything's cool at the the pier. Uh, Wait,
1: which one fucked off?
0: The one at the foundry. No. Oh, no, he shoots it, right? The kid?
1: Well, it's like ripping its way into that little thing that they've kind of entombed themselves into. Right. Um.
0: But no, it comes back the next day because they have to go to the island, and they just happen to hit the. Uh,
1: well, I th- no, I just think you're. I am off. I up think up. your times yeah, are sure just kind of right. a, yeah. a little shifted. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't think the monster left and then came back.
0: So then, was there a second monster? No, season? I th-
1: I think by the time that thing's clawing its way to the mom and the and the the baby and the boy, right. Uh, uh, deaf girl and whatever his fucking name is have already arrived at the island
0: well okay i mean it seems like a, it would it that was a tenacious monster then because it would have had to have been there for like a day and a half trying to get into that fucking <laughs> into that goddamn uh blast furnace i don't know maybe you're right Excuse me. <clears throat> so that's awesome. They get on a boat, haul ass to the island.
1: Or it may have been that um they didn't even manage to close it because the towel was blocking it. So it was able to like reach its cause it was able to get like one of its claws inside. Okay. And then like grab the mom's leg, stab it.
0: Okay. That yeah, that sucks. But at
1: that point, those other two are well on the island.
0: It's weird because I could have swore those two sequences were kind of simultaneous. They are okay.
1: Well, but that, but, that
0: island was like within swimming distance because then they could just be there like that. No,
1: it's just a, ma- a matter of
0: I, whatever. You're I'm all fucked up. You
1: know how you're you're saying I'm, I'm gonna I'm, you're gonna compress some of the information. Yeah. Well, you're doing that on one side, but not the other. So. <laughs> So your your time isn't, isn't lining up. I
0: am fucking this up. big time <laughs> is what I'm doing.
1: No, it's great.
0: Make a long story short. They get to the island where there's like this picturesque community and everybody's safe and they're talking and they're making noise. they're having like a bonfire and everything's pretty cool there because the fucking things can't swim so they can't get to the island, which isn't gonna make a lot of sense here in about two seconds. Um, that, that's where the radio station is also. So Emmett goes and talks to I guess the leader of this community, a very handsome and underrated actor by the name of Jimon Hansu. You'll find him as uh, uh, the token black guy
1: in a, a lot, a of, lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, Gladiator, mm-hmm. He's a Gladiator,
0: yeah. Constantine, um, that weird Karate Kid knockoff with MMA fighters. I don't never <laughs> give up, I never don't, back down. Don't know that one. Never. Punch, get punched. I think. It <laughs> never I believe get, that was the title. Ne- of never the movie. get
1: Roundhoused in the face.
0: <laughs> never get punched is the name of the movie. Um, but he's like the leader of this community, and he was the one playing the song on the radio station. Uh, Emmett talks to him, and he's like, "Hey, man, if we play this this tone on the radio station, it fucks these things all up." And he's like, "Okay, let's do it." And just as they finish that conversation, one of these fucking things shows up and starts killing all the the people on the island. Mm-hmm. Where did that guy come? from?
1: It was from? attached to the boat. Was it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, like it, you know, thumbed its way over.
0: Then how did it not attack Emmett or the deaf chick? I'm sure they were making plenty of noise. I
1: don't know if it was like cruising along underneath, or I honestly don't remember. Okay, but well, it but it was like because um, later after the sun rises, Emmett's walking around the beach yeah. and stuff like that. He goes over to the boat and he sees that this thing is like kicking its way out of the boat
0: i didn't i didn't catch that oh
1: yeah Uh, that's when he freaks out and he uh, hauls ass back to the village to tell everybody hide okay because he's he now sees that the uh the the creature is coming out of the boat or underneath the boat or whatever the fuck it was
0: okay all right i didn't catch that fair enough uh so it fucks a bunch of people up uh they're hauling ass uh hansu Emmett, and the deaf girl are hauling ass to the radio station they get there. The goddamn thing attaches itself to the car and is, like, constantly trying to get into the back seat with the, the teenage girl. Not unlike <laughs> other... As well it uh, should. Other points in my life. Um, they get there. g gets killed. It's too bad. Uh, he pulls him out from underneath the garage door. Thing gets inside the radio station. Emmett is, like, trying to fight it off while the girl runs in and finds the controls. Now... Okay. I'm just going to say okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done picking this movie apart. I'm going to say all right. She gets in there. She finds the controls just as back at the foundry the thing is ripping its way into the blast furnace. Uh, they have the radio in there. She hits the uh, hearing aid to the microphone, which creates the feedback which stuns the monster getting into the blast furnace. Mm-hmm. And then the kid gets out with his pistol and shoots it in the head. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also... While at
1: the same time she... She
0: takes a, like a piece of rebar yeah. to the head of the, uh, the one in the uh, radio station. And that's pretty much the end of your movie right there, Jay.
1: Yep. You
0: loved it. I loved it too.
1: It's no, I, yeah, I really like it.
0: It's a good movie.
1: Uh, uh, and I remembered... When this movie came out, it was scheduled to come out in 2020. Uh-huh. It got fucked off because of COVID. Yeah. It finally came out the following year. 2021. Like May of 2021. Okay. So, Same thing
0: happened to Candyman.
1: Did it? Yeah. Still have not seen that. Um, um, no, we, we really, when we finally got to see this, we were, really loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Um, it, it
1: didn't have as many of the glaring holes that the first one has.
0: What, what 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 did I miss in the first one as far as glaring holes?
1: Just all of the kind of absurdity where, like, um, you know, you're not supposed to be making all, any noise. But in their home, they have, like, photos hanging on the walls. Right. Like, you're not going to – anything that could fall off the wall and – like, they've got a china hutch with all this fucking china. Yeah. You know, you're going to – not have anything that could accidentally get bumped and like crash on the floor. Yeah. You're going to have everything surface level. Um, they've got, you know, paper dice for their little monopoly game or whatever, but yet they've got this crickety ass lantern that they can sit there (laughs) and play with. They've, uh, demonstrated that if you go to the waterfall, the waterfall makes so much noise that the monsters, you're completely safe. Yeah. Move. Move. Why not move Move to the waterfall? waterfall.
0: That makes sense. But more to the point, wouldn't the waterfall attract the monsters since it's making so much noise? It's able
1: to tell waterfalls from humans. Is
0: that what it is? Yes. Okay. More to the point. This is is what got – this is the – and again, not to pick this apart. These things are not smart, and uh, they could very easily be hunted. They can't see.
1: But they are very quick at least.
0: They are quick, but still. All it would take is a loudspeaker and some explosions. You could take out, you know, five, six of them at a time.
1: Well, once you find out that the loudspeaker with a certain frequency does the trick,
0: you don't even need the frequency. Play some ACDC dc on there; they'll come running, <laughs> thinking it's it, it's a but it's a, some kind of a concert or something. Once they get there, just keep Rick rolling it.
1: Yeah. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we love it. Um, I love it, too. And plus, the this this one right here started out so strong. Oh, yeah. With, with that uh, day one yeah. back sequence. Really fucking good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, it does...
1: I think the next one in the series is supposed to be like day the, one. Yeah, the
0: prequel. Right. I'm into that, too. Um, it does kind of dip its toes into The Walking Dead a little bit.
1: Well, I don't know how you can really tell this story tell a good story when we already know that it took two movies to basically figure out how to kill them right clearly a day one you're not gonna know prequel yeah is gonna be what just a movie where all the humans keep getting killed
0: i imagine yeah i mean sounds pretty good just a a, (laughs) well it would probably be like uh you know the fall of civilization militaries being overrun things like that um
1: yeah but it would have to end on an absolute down note
0: well yeah of course Unless we're just going to stay with the family, and then it's just them scavenging and setting up that farm. I don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go.
1: Yeah, but shit, that girl. I mean, well, the boy by this point is going to be what thirty-five years old. You're going to have to. The girls, you know, yeah. going to be blossoming.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to.
1: I don't know. Really, going to have to bind some body parts oh. to, get to pull that off.
0: <laughs> Yuck. That is a quiet place too, my friend. You can watch both of them presently on Paramount Plus. Or the first one on Tubi if you're interested in that. Uh let's take us a little break, Mr. Harrell. Let's come do back it. with some other stuff. All right. Two
1: thousand
3: thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, Danger? What's up, Danger? Ayy, hey, he didn't know they doubted us, makes it that more marvelous, sign them up cause I'm a-
1: what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-bellion link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks
0: for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we are back jason harrell yeah we are i don't think it would be that hard to survive those things you know you're on
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah then my finger slipped off
0: i mean they're big and scary looking and fast but i
1: yeah but imagine you snore
0: that's a problem you're fucked that's a problem i know a lot of people that can't shut the fuck up but to be honest with you i'm I'm okay with them getting eaten you know a lot of people just can't stop yeah i guess you just have
1: to snip a lot of people's tongues out you
0: know what text message
1: i still just don't understand why no why no shoes I don't think shoes make that much more noise than a bare foot. You're far more apt to step on a pebble and yipe.
0: Very true. That's very true. And they were out in the woods too. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of rickets and <laughs> pointy rocks, things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's cool that's cool man. That was um, quiet place too. This is uh Darian catches up month mm-hmm. here in the padded room. Somehow it turned out to be all sequels. I don't know. I don't know. You picked the movies. Were yeah. you aiming for sequels or just um, That's just how it worked
1: out. Well, I mean, it's mostly sequels uh, to movies you have said that you liked. Yeah, and uh, I knew knew you said that you liked uh, Quiet Place. And, yeah, and then uh, what have we got? Uh, we
0: got uh, qui- uh, Don't Breathe Two. Yeah, Don't Breathe Two. So
1: I'm that one. I'm just curious what your take is. I I don't really even consider it a horror movie, um, but I I had a lot of fun with it. Okay, it's a completely different movie.
0: That guy would work out beautifully in a quiet place
1: if you took that guy and put him in a quiet place yeah
0: he would be the next president of the united states <laughs> yeah he would <laughs> all right man you ready for a meat hook yep let's do it
1: 3 on a meat hook.
0: This week's meat hook, as we just alluded to, favorite sequels of all time. Jason, what you got on number 3, my man?
1: Well, I had to bump Phantasm 2 out for Paranormal Activity 3. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. uh, Part 3 is, um, I mean, 2 is damn good, but uh, Part 3 is probably probably my favorite of the series.
0: I would agree with that. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of 2. Really? With, yeah.
1: I think uh, I actually like two better than one.
0: I think one – I think if I had to do a power ranking, I would go three, one um, – what is that? The the marked ones. Yeah, five. Four, two, and then Ghost Dimension.
1: Okay. And yeah. I'm
0: not even going to count that last one because it had nothing yeah, to do with that. Yeah, that has
1: nothing to do with that. Yeah. What do you got?
0: My number three is gonna be a bit of a stretch. Okay. VHS ninety
1: four. All right. Why well, um, why do you think that's it's a got three?
0: probably my favorite uh VHS segment in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that one in the funeral home, man. Yeah. That thing blew me away. Love that one. Yeah, I mean just the idea of being alone in a funeral home, number one, is scary as shit. With a dead body mm-hmm. up there for display, yeah, it was good. And, and then the it uh, looked great, uh, yeah. That,
1: that whole sequence, man.
0: And you could just tell that it was. I don't know if it was just edited that way, or if it was actually shot on one of those giant cameras mounted on a tripod thing, probably weighed ninety pounds, you know. And then when the lights go out, storm. Oh, blew me away. VHS ninety four. Um,
1: why do you think that's a stretch? I mean, it's a direct sequel.
0: I know, but can you, in the realm of the anthology, especially that that franchise, uh-huh. can you even really call that a franchise? Because there's not a whole lot tying any of the movies together. One, one and two are loosely. I,
1: I call it a franchise. Okay,
0: well, I mean, in name, but.
1: Well, they all, I mean, they're all based upon found the same premise of, yeah, this found tape.
0: Yeah, yep. so I mean, I don't know. There, there's it, the, one and two are loosely tied together only by the footage of the hooligans uh, flashing the girls' boobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, three is doesn't tie to anything that I recall.
1: Was that viral? Yes. Okay. Uh,
0: I don't think. Uh, 94 or 99 are tied to anything either i don't think so so i i don't know i call it a franchise i don't know if you want to call that a sequel i think of it as one
1: i think of it as a franchise and a sequel.
0: okay good for you <laughs> what about number two big guy
1: oh uh, let's see number two friday the 13th the final chapter
0: the final chapter
1: that's Called Corey <laughs> Phil at his finest
0: i know i just don't that's the one where it's not even jason right am i
1: wrong no that's five Oh, okay, now, I'm this, thinking,
0: yeah, you're right, four.
1: This is the one with Crispin Glover Crispin dancing Glover. his ass off. <laughs> You've got uh, uh, Tommy um, shaving his head. Yes. Um, he's got all those cool masks yes. laying around. the horror kid.
0: Yeah. That was, I, he was probably the first horror kid to show, well, no, probably the kid from Creepshow was probably the first horror kid. Mm. Uh, he's probably the second, though, and uh, and way more of a horror kid. Oh, no, because then you had the kid from Salem's Lot. Yeah. Um, I will call him the first non-Stephen King horror kid.
1: I say he's, I say he is horror royalty.
0: I, I definitely would say that. Mm-hmm. Tommy Jarvis, he uh is pro- probably the only one to survive. Jason Voorhees, right? Cuz
1: Did he survive in 6? He
0: did, and okay. then you, he never showed back up for 7, but no. he did show up in uh, Never Hike Alone.
1: No, I never watched it. You never I saw know, it. No, yeah, Hike I alone? know you've told me a thousand How times. How dare you? <laughs>
0: What are you even doing? You haven't seen Never Hike Alone. Oh,
1: give me a break.
0: Dude. All
1: of the Slock that you watch. Dude. It, it, how long did you wait to watch uh, The Hunt? Shut up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got our thing.
0: My number two, Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Nice. Rise of Undead Jason. Yeah. Has, uh, in my opinion, probably the best sex scene out of the, the entire franchise. I'm talking about... Uh, Court and uh, what's-her-name in the in the trailer. Um, this is probably about the most punk rock of the Friday the 13th franchise, in my opinion. It's got everything you need. Plenty of boobs, plenty of sex, plenty of kids getting hacked up. Um,
1: I love myself a good reanimation scene.
0: Which, that was a little much i'll say it's a little much <laughs> it's
1: excessive but uh, but i like a, a nice schlocky kind of resurrection scene
0: that's right man and if you can uh get struck by lightning sure as as a dead body uh ever had a lightning rod shoved in it and then been struck by lightning you can't say for sure that it's not going to jump right back if up. there
1: was going to be one actor that could be in a movie that resurrected the dead in an over-the-top kind of way that was your guy, uh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's uh, it's it's the birth of undead Jason. Yeah, and from there he just gets worse.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he
0: really falls apart towards the end. Man, he's just like a big wet, uh, <laughs> like a fucking. He looks like a tarp, really. <laughs> that somebody. Yeah, <laughs> there's
1: times where there's like a fifty cent piece worth <laughs> of mask left mask. <laughs> it's true
0: it's true that we need to get him a new mask please <laughs> right on jay how about number one
1: number one troll two no i'm kidding how dare you <laughs> dr sleep
0: dr sleep yep i get that that's a great show love it i but i i gotta be honest with you i don't know how you like that movie so much and not like the original shining at all
1: there because i find the original shining exceptionally boring um there's a lot going on in dr sleep
0: right and a lot of easter eggs that go back to the original Shining.
1: i can appreciate the easter eggs okay but it doesn't lead me into just outright boredom
0: okay so but you can't really appreciate the easter eggs i, I well I, I, I you can appreciate whatever you want and <laughs> i will not tell you uh or try to figure out how you're appreciation
1: works i mean come once again one of these years i'm sure we'll <laughs> sit down we'll have our long form we will. convince me why the shining is good or, or and while i simultaneously convince you that it's not great
0: okay fair enough
1: i mean, come that teddy bear thing fucking or blowing some dude it just it's nonsensical
0: you're right you're right in the context of the movie it, it is nonsensical there is pertinence to it in the book but' I'm, I'm not saying you need to read the book
1: there are and I'm
0: not saying that that should weigh your opinion of the movie because you have to watch the movie for what it there are so many diversions between the movie and the book odd uh, that that would be one thing which taken completely out of context and put in the movie <laughs> yeah uh, if you know what it is then you know what it is but you can't know what it is just by watching the movie. If you're just watching the movie, you're like, what the fuck is that all about? And it's not even really a teddy bear. It's
1: got like a weird mandible. It's a furry.
0: Oh, yeah, it is a furry.
1: What do you got? (laughs) My number one, Saw 2. Whoa. Saw 2. I never would have thought of all things Saw 2.
0: What I love so much about Saw 2. Number one, if I, well, that's a whole other meat hook, but... There are we're jaded horror fans. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen it we've seen just about everything. Even even the cannibal holocausts and the things depicting all kinds of bizarro sexual things with people that don't need to be sexualized. Um uh, very few things have made my skin crawl the way that hypodermic needles pit did. Yeah. And um like The way that the big guy just scoops Shawnee Smith up
1: Mm -hmm. and and dumps her her in in there there.
0: when it's not even her turn to play the game. It's his turn.
1: (laughs) He just doesn't want to do it.
0: i got to be honest with you. I would have a very hard time not kicking somebody else into that pit because I don't want to get in there, Jay.
1: Um, I don't know if you still can, but those needles – were being sold on on eBay because oh, really? there were so many of them. Oh yeah, and they're all uh, fake needles. Yeah,
0: it's fiber optic,
1: but still. um, but yeah. So if if you really want one, because that's my favorite scene. Yeah, and that is probably my favorite Saul movie. Oh, totally. While it doesn't make my list, um, I've I've watched that one. I can't even tell you how many times. Yeah, I'm, a ridiculous number of times. Absolutely. I probably watched that one and the first one the most. Uh, and I watch part one a lot because it's on loop on damn Pluto yeah, a lot. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a I Saw 2 is my favorite of the franchise. But I have a weird uh, soft spot for Saw 5. Can't tell you why.
1: You'll have to tell me which one that is. Um, Something that stands s- out in it.
0: Six of them in a warehouse. It's the same thing. It's basically uh, – that's the one where – we. Oh, so three and four happen perpendicular. Mm-hmm. Five then takes off after that. So at the end of four, as you recall, is when the detective takes over for Shawnee Smith. Mm-hmm. So his games are a lot crueler. And as the games go on, we figure out that these five people all are linked together and things like that. But it has one of my favorite traps, which is the noose on the – It's at the end, you realize that if they had all just worked together, they could have gotten out. But instead, they're nitpicking each other and trying to sac- – they're backstabbing each other. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite trap is the-, the noose on the timer with the uh, steel cable. And if they had all walked up at the same time slowly, they could have gotten out. But instead, they're, like, vying and trying to pull each other back. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And the-, the timer goes off. Yeah. And one of them gets the head popped completely clean off
1: blow your head clean off
0: yeah buddy that is my favorite sequel of all time saw nice. two wow
1: man i never would have thought you'd go for a saw
0: being the horror fan anything that can affect me to that point mm-hmm. um would it's definitely going to make make my my the top of my list i would also give an honorable mention to final destination 2 mm-hmm. with that who who can drive behind a logging truck after that scene I can't. I don't. I gotta get back. I'm changing lanes. <laughs>
1: That's my. That is absolutely my favorite in that series. Oh, absolutely. I love that movie. Yeah, and it's, it's and it ends so funny. Like it. It, <laughs> it ends so good, and just from start to finish, that is a good movie. It is. It's a very good installment.
0: I have a. I have difficulty with that franchise because I can't get behind a horror movie without a villain. Yeah. The villain is a weird sequence of bizarro events. events, like a cat or a mousetrap board yeah. game. You can't run away from that. It's gonna fuck up the brakes in your car, yeah. or it's gonna you know whatever. So that
1: it's that, got it has some really fun deaths. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, um, that's our meat hook for the weekend, mates.
1: Okay, Sarah had had hers. Oh, uh, let's hear uh, it. number three, Doctor Sleep. Okay, uh, number two, The Conjuring Two. Oh, Okay. And sure. number one is Paranormal Activity. The first one. I th- thought she said number two. No, no. It looks like it's number one.
0: Okay. Well, that's not technically a sequel.
1: Well, yeah. I'm going she, to may- have
0: to slap your wife. Jason. Yeah. No.
1: She. I'm sure she. <laughs> I'm sure the implication there was number two. Part two. She really part likes two. part two. Yeah.
0: The Conjuring two.
1: She really likes all of them.
0: All of the Conjuring. We're
1: a hu- well, and Conjuring and Paranormal Activity.
0: Okay. What about the spinoffs?
1: Uh, that was lacking for both of us. Okay. For, for all of them? Or? For the Paranormal Activity.
0: What about the Conjuring spinoffs?
1: Uh, the, for the most part, we enjoy all of them. Okay. Except for that damn nun.
0: That's, that's the nun in the first Annabelle movie. I can't.
1: That's a little rough, too. I can't,
0: I can't tolerate it. All right. That's your uh, meat hook for the weekend, mates. We would love to hear what your top three sequels are. Uh, mental health hotline is area code 775 3870275 The email is room 2011 at hotmail.com. But now, while you're contemplating that, we must tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Skin of Marink, Jason Harrell. Yep, 2022. Presently streaming on Shutter. I watched it as prescribed. I waited till the wife and kids were asleep. I killed the lights. I turned the volume up. Yep. And I sat through it.
1: Yep. Um, I am sorry I ever uh, even put this <laughs> in the ears of anyone.
0: You didn't like it. He, okay.
1: All right. So first off, Skin of Marink. I say cinema stink
0: I was gonna say stink a marine <laughs> <laughs> cinema pink maybe um, he, okay so here's the thing um, for about the first 10 minutes I was in and I was yep. I, it affected me in a, in a weird way uh, kind of took me back to my childhood we're all scared of the dark at that age uh, we all whether we admit it or not had a uh, Probably at the very least, an insecurity about losing our parents or finding ourselves in a situation where we couldn't locate them. Um, so, to that degree, it worked, um, but you can't really build an hour and a half out of that, you know? And if I hadn't read the synopsis, I don't think I would to this day know what the fuck was going on
1: that synopsis is retarded okay um i don't think they know what's going on (laughs) okay (laughs) so so the people that praise this movie because obviously after i watched it i'm like okay i gotta go see why people Uh are praising it and they really a lot of them are really hung up on because it's breaking boundaries, it's breaking rules, it's experimental horror okay. and anything that furthers even if it doesn't necessarily succeed in its delivery, anything that breaks the norms. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how do you know that this guy was breaking rules? Maybe he just made a shitty movie. Like maybe it was just the guy. Mhm like so this this guy's like, oh, you know this this single kind of low angle where you never see the characters and like, okay, maybe he didn't have anybody else there, so that's not artistic that's damn, I need a place where I can sit this camera, yeah, you know, I hate when they I hate when people put like build these movies up uh because of the the thought. And the symbolism, and the artistic expression, and right. the experimentation, and all of it—like you, unless you have heard them directly say, "That's what they were going for," right? You're just making shit up. I agree. I think it stinks, and I'm going to make a very bold proclamation right yeah. here. <laughs> so I have my very elite group of movies, right? That, that one little category that's called absolute shit movies.
0: Did, did this make the list?
1: This not only makes the list.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I am here to tell you, I think this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. I've seen Under the Rainbow. I've seen Plutonium Baby. I've seen some, re- I've seen Blue Velvet, damn it. You did. I've you seen some it. really garbage. I mean, like really garbage movies. But at the end of the day, I could probably always find something. Uh huh. There ain't nothing here. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Th- this made me hostile
0: <laughs> clearly
1: <laughs> so
0: um now that being said and i i i'm with you i i will i will say that um, you have to really uh I, I i don't know man it almost gave me a headache you know what i'm saying it's
1: the f- it's also the first time i've ever experienced flashing sequences yeah where it started to actually kind of not make me pukey but
0: a little a little yeah, a little yeah. a
1: little fucked up in the head or yeah. something i don't know what it was very off-putting
0: yeah well it's it shot in what i believe is super eight i can't say for sure but it's a very degraded film stock or it might just be edited that way but the and i i, I kind of get what he was going for because like he, he just shot like a dark hallway but because of the the degraded film stock You can kind of, it kind of looks like something is happening in the dark hallway. Like maybe something's moving towards like the back.
1: Maybe, maybe not.
0: But you're just, you're kind of like squint, like Cooper said, you're kind of squinting trying to figure out what you're looking at exactly. And you can't do that for an hour and a half, man. Like
1: that. There was one sequence that I actually found unsettling or tension. Okay. And that's when he's looking under the, getting ready to look under the bed. Yeah. Um, because, okay, that I get there was, there was always that, that fear of one, the dark and two looking under the bed, you knew, if you look under the bed, you're not going to find nothing. Everything's going to be okay. Right. But damn having to do it sucked. Right. Um, but it's fucking horrible. And it, in every time it would do like this hard cut,
0: uh,
1: especially past the hour mark, you think, Oh, please. Fuck. I hope that was the last one. Nope. Nope. There it goes again. Yeah. Like this movie felt like it ended probably about twenty three times. Right, very long. Could have been a decent short.
0: It was there was there is a short that this is based on. I haven't watched it, and I don't think I will. Um, I guess the the biggest problem. I mean, really, if if you boil this movie down, it's just somebody with a camera getting odd shots of their house at night. The rest could have been edited in. The voiceovers, Mm -hmm. uh, the entity or whatever, the guy telling him to do things, and then the thing in the basement. Um, I would like somebody to tell me exactly what the fuck I just watched because I don't know. Even going off the synopsis that was on Shudder, I can't say that that's accurate because it doesn't really line up with what I just saw.
1: I think it's supposed to just be an expression of that fear or it's supposed to make you feel that anxiety that we had when we were kids. And just like you were saying, can't find your parents. uh, It's dark. uh, They're looking under the bed. Like all of those things that freaked us out as kids, that's what it was trying to recapture. I think that's what its intent was. Okay but if it just failed.
0: Well, I'll I'll give you I'll give you that. It I'll say it worked but for I don't know, maybe 8 minutes tops.
1: Right, and like I said, uh, good idea for a short.
0: Sure. It, remi- it you know what it reminded me of? Oddly enough, the pacing. Did you, did you ever watch Open Water? Yeah. Same thing. It's a, two people in the water for an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. playing yeah. degrees of Kevin Bacon and shit. Right. I don't know. I would love to hear somebody – well, you obviously aren't going to, but somebody else defend this movie. Uh, what are some of the points that you – your guy that you listened to, he hmm. loved it? What what was his point of defense for it?
1: Honestly, the thing they liked, liked most about it was just this experimentation in – Filmmaking.
0: So just the fact that it didn't have a cohesive plot. So tariff, does that
1: mean sir? I could, you know, film this cup right here, but smear feces on the lens of the camera? Sure. Record that for an hour and a half and call it experimental. experimental. <laughs> so now it's, it's just, you're going to love it. I just guess. because I put the poop lens on.
0: I guess so, man.
1: I, I don't know. know. I, don't I think know. it's getting bonus points where it doesn't need to. And, and that. That irks me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that felt that tension and felt the uneasiness. I did. Um,
0: but not for an hour and a half, man.
1: The Another thing I really had uh, issues with was um, the audio of like the – some of the dialogue was so faint or yeah. so distorted that yeah. you couldn't really understand it. But it would put subtitles, subtitles yeah. up there. If this is – kind of supposed to be from the perspective of children it more or less yeah um you don't you don't visualize subtitles in front of you
0: no and if they can't hear it then we shouldn't be so that so
1: that took me that took me out of it yeah um damn there was another thing i forgot um yeah not for me man i agree uh i don't know of a movie i dislike more (laughs)
0: I don't hate it the way that you do. I just – I'm not going to say that I'm not smart enough for it because there's really – there's nothing I don't understand. It just didn't show me anything. You know what I'm saying? It's its, not, it's a nothing really. It's an hour and a half of dark hallways, weird ceiling things, uh, Legos, uh, public domain cartoons on a continuous loop, um, some mention of breakfast cereal. And then that's it. That's what you get. I don't know, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. (laughs) I watched that. I watched uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Nice. Now, I had seen it before. Fun movie. Uh, We were wanting to put something on for the kids. Mm -hmm. We forgot about a few of the scenes in there, (laughs) (laughs) namely the zombie cock situation. Uh, I watched A Quiet Place from 2018, just to kind of bone up on uh, the whole uh, mythos. Mm-hmm. And then keeping in line with my uh, In Search of Darkness checklist, I watched uh, Full Moon High from 1981. Have you
1: yeah. seen this one? I don't think I've seen it. Uh,
0: it's mm-hmm. very 80s neurotic Jew Jewish humor. It's from okay. Larry Cohen, so that's what you would
1: come you to You rated listen. it really low, didn't I you? I did not
0: care for it. The humor yeah. didn't work. Um, it's a it's a it's a very bad Teen Wolf spoof, but yeah. before Teen more of a um, I was a teenage werewolf
1: as good or worse than Saturday the Fourteenth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I mean, I tried to
1: rewatch that. That's, a that's, little while that's back. No good. That's hard
0: watching uh, Dracula with his b- bald. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know uh, I didn't care for it i watched it it's larry cohen larry cohen movies have to take place in new york and they have to have that neurotic jew woody allen kind of subtext to them which is fine it worked great in the 80s sure does not hold up yeah. i'm gonna say you skip that one that's all i got jason what do you got
1: uh watch static uh per your recommendation Okay. Uh, what would you think? Average. Okay. Average movie. Um, you had mentioned that it was uh, also in 3D. Yes. I can't see how that would really be effective in 3D.
0: Uh, it When they, not to give too much away, but I remember when they put the, the ghost viewers on. Yeah. It really kicks up.
1: Okay. So. Uh, and we went to the theater and saw uh, Knock at the Cabin. How'd you like that? Which we really both enjoyed.
0: I don't know if I'm ready to fall in love with M Night Shyamalan yet.
1: Well, again. so he didn't write this one. He did um, oh, he was book, he, right? it was yeah, he was huh. one of three people I think to do the screenplay. Okay. Um so, you know, it's not it's all Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> all twisted at the end?
1: Um it's it's actually fairly straightforward. Nice. I like uh, Batista. Yeah.
0: He's really no, I, he's, I think he's a, a better actor than The Rock to be honest with you.
1: I like his presence better yeah. for some reason. Okay. I think he seems more genuine. I agree. Not as over the top.
0: Yeah. He doesn't just play himself in every movie either,
1: yeah. which is a stretch. Right.
0: Right on. Uh,
1: he emotes a lot in this movie.
0: He emoted a, pretty good in uh, Army of the Dead, too, I thought.
1: Yeah. Um, um. I think, I think you'll like it. I'm still 100% always hopeful for M. Night to do good things. Are you? I am. I'm still on board, even after Old, which was terrible. I've not seen that one yet. It's not good. The
0: last M. Night I watched was The Visit, which mm-hmm. actually wasn't that
1: bad. No, it's fun enough. Uh,
0: yeah, I just hated that kid. Um, before that, it was The Happening, and that's when I said no. <laughs> I, that's when I That's when I broke up with M. Night Shyamalan.
1: Yeah, he's, just, he's still got too many good ones in there, though.
0: Does he, though? Yeah. Like what? signs signs was okay, okay. uh six, six cents. cents was great
1: i like the village i know you're you're one issue with it
0: <sighs> a lady uh, in the water
1: uh i've only seen it once it's a fairy call tale. It? unbreakable split
0: mm. uh split was pretty good glass i've not seen glass yet
1: all three are good enough okay. but unbreakable i really enjoy okay uh as a matter of fact i really enjoy all three of those well all right then. um i'm still on board
0: okay uh,
1: the strength of his wins helped carry him through
0: he's got to win my heart back <laughs> I need I think I need him to take me out to dinner or something yeah <laughs> please, please, <laughs> well case. old won't do it <laughs> all right man how about some immersion therapy then?
2: Immersion
1: Therapy.
0: The old dark house, Jason. Yep. What'd you think?
1: So you have said that this is one of your favorite movies. One moments.
0: of my favorites of all time.
1: Now you're going to have to do some clarifying for okay. me. But I'll, I'll start out by saying I really enjoyed it. Okay. For what it is. Okay. Okay. Which is not in any way shape or form horror movie, it's, it's even for like thirties horror, it seems very
0: it's it's there is a comedic edge to it, yeah, and uh absolutely. that's one of the things I appreciate about it the most mm-hmm. um but that notwithstanding it's got like the makings of every traditional like campfire ghost story. the car breaks down, you have to take shelter somewhere, a weird decrepit, like somewhat aristocratic family with secrets Uh is, is taking you in for the night. And then on top of that, you've got all that, that beautiful. Well, what I think is beautiful, uh, 1930 style dialogue. Oh boy. It's only gin, you know, only. Look at his skirt.
1: (laughs) Check this out. Dame. (laughs) You're my favorite gal. Let's get married. I've known you five minutes.
0: Of course. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Pendrose is a pimp. Um, I love it because uh, the gothic stylings of it, like the the scenes where they're all sitting around the fire mm-hmm. and the shadows are playing. up The shadow that.
1: work was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed the shadows.
0: Um, on top of that, like when she goes to change and the window blows in, mm-hmm. and you've got all the, the those what are clearly decaying curtains like blowing in in the storm. Yeah, just like the visuals of it, you you get a real scope for the like the what should have been a grandiose style home at one point, mm-hmm. which has now fallen to complete ruin. Yeah. And the poor fucking b- bizarro crazy family that's forced to still live there, but still kind of live in their own version of aristocracy. My brother
1: is a vag. Which one? Uh, Horace? Oh, not, uh, yeah, Horace.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, of yeah. Co- he weighs like 92 pounds. <laughs> and he's a borderline alcoholic. And for some reason they have the neighborhood thug as their, uh, As their... butler? Yeah. Don't mind him. He's dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, he tends to drink and get very violent. And, well, he may release the one guy that burns the house down. That's right. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a guy that should be employed.
0: Why are we even here? Let's get the fuck out of here. But they can't because there's charges pending against them.
1: Uh, aesthetically, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, I did like that all of the over-the-top kind of dialogue. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I really got a kick out of these people who have been taken in. Mm-hmm. Basically, just start inviting other people to come in and have dinner. Yeah, I'm like, it's not your house, asshole.
0: Well, no, I mean they're not inviting them in. They're they're, they're trapped there on this mountain pass.
1: Yeah, but when they like the, when the second Grill, the, 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 the couple, couple come, yeah, comes, yeah, uh, one of the I think it's the husband says, "Come over here and get some dinner." Yeah. Like it's not your food.
0: Well, nobody's like, we have to invite them in. They'll drown out there, you see?
1: Okay. Well that's fine. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you can just give their food away.
0: <laughs> Can't stay here, you see. No I, beds. I enjoyed
1: it. I especially enjoyed the runtime. It was a Yeah, it's you know,
0: barely over an hour, yeah,
1: I think. A short flick, perfect for what it was. Yeah. Um fun and uh some real good characters in there.
0: You're gonna love it, man. Uh, let's see here. Your immersion therapy for this week. Uh, how about The Girl Who Got Away, Jason Harrell? This one is streaming on Tubi. It's from 2021. It's directed by Michael Morrissey, stars Lexi Johnson and Ch- Chikwudi Iwuji.
1: Rolls right off the tongue.
0: That's who she is. Ch- or he. Could be a he. I don't know. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. But now, my friends, it is time to educate me.
1: Educating Miss Monica.
0: First, my clues from last week, Jason. Uh, I have just returned from my explorations of the New World back to uh, pre-revolutionary France. The king has sent me and my Native American sidekick to investigate a string of deaths around the small village of Gavardin. Uh Everybody thinks it's a werewolf. It might be. It's not, though. It's actually, this is the the weird part that you never find out while watching the movie. It's actually a lion that has been trained and fit with body armor. Nice. Yeah. I'm talking about Brotherhood of the Wolf. Have you seen that one? Nope. Great movie. Three hours long.
1: Dang. Yeah. Uh,
0: great special effects stars. Lions
1: don't need armor.
0: Well, no. <laughs> Especially this one. This one is pissed off. Uh, stars Vincent Cassell, uh, Monica Bellucci, and Mark de Um, great show. I think it came out in 2001, if I'm not mistaken. It's long, though. So, pretty good show either way. Who might I be this week, you ask?
1: We do ask.
0: Well, I am a hot and horny housewife.
1: <laughs> yeah, you yes, are. Yes,
0: I am, Jason. And I have just recently been, uh kind of somewhat uh possessed but not fully but as my adventures go on i'm going to get more and more fully possessed which is just going to make me hornier and uh make me even more uh dangerous because i i kill some people and i get some crazy supernatural powers in this thing too uh i set a guy on fire in his car uh for being a bit of a pervo in a nightclub uh i bang the shit out of the gardener like three or four times and he's a nasty... Is that
1: part of the superpowers?
0: It, you, well, I mean, it doesn't take much to bang <laughs> Carter. He's he's quite, quite the horny uh, individual himself. Uh, I hope my husband uh, gets to the mausoleum to get this demon out of me before I do any more damage. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We do have a Patreon campaign running, if anybody cares, Padded Room, no, support. Padded Room is where you go to find that. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found the show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Other than that, my man, uh, I think that's about it. Join us next week for.
1: Don't Breathe too. do
0: Don't Breathe too. could Couldn't turn my fucking chair around.
1: <laughs> look at the calendar.
0: Uh, here in Darien Catches Up Month, courtesy of Jason Harrell. Uh, in the meantime, Jason, for buddy in absentia sarah also she's i feel like she's now part of the show right she's got (laughs) by by, by proxy yeah by proxy whether she admits it or not
1: and and she she hates podcasts but she but she but she listens i mean every every time this girl
0: sarah thank you very much so see that so now
1: you know where your one listener comes from
0: we're up to about five now um what else you got? Uh, horny housewives that get possessed, death bringers, and the weird clicking ear thing that fucks them all up. Uh, Post apocalyptic situations and the padded room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye everybody. <laughs>